0: Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. My name is Brian Rushing. The guy across the table's name is...
1: Corky Franks. And check this out, Brian. I know everyone can't tune in Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNCRadio.com, 101.1 FM, or 1450 a.m. And that's why we have some great news for the listeners.
0: That's right. You can now get our podcast on SoundCloud as well as Spotify And Apple Music. It's fantastic for you. We do the work. You get the enjoyment. So enjoy. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Monday morning. Feel like Corky Franks was over here watching a European soccer game, but he wasn't, but I'm sure now, we can get into that at some point.
1: You told me about SmackDown Friday night, and I was over watching the highlights. That's great.
0: Well, speaking of SmackDown, somebody that's trying to lay the SmackDown throughout the American Legion landscape this season is the Gaston Braves, and we have the head coach of the Gaston Braves on, Kenneth Paysauer. Coach Kenneth Paysauer, welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show.
2: Hey Brian, good morning, brother. It's good to be on again.
0: Well, it's it's good having you on again. I I, I want to ask right off the jump: Where are you this mo- morning? Because I would imagine that just like every day, you're probably doing something at least loosely related to baseball.
2: You know, it, you you're, you're not wrong. I, I spend uh, I spend quite a bit of my waking hours. Uh, Doing something baseball-related, so this morning is no different. I'm over at 7:04 uh, uh, Sports Academy here in in Lowell, uh, getting ready to do a uh, a, a baseball camp uh, for ages seven to 13. So uh, that's that's we'll be kicking that up here in about 30 minutes.
0: Basically, when I get off of here. Okay, so basically they're going to get started about nine o'clock. Now, I'm going to ask you because most people. If they know Kenneth Paceauer, they're just thinking, well, he's a head coach at Highland Tech. He's a head coach uh, with the Gaston Braves. But you get a little more personal when it comes to the baseball instruction now, and we'll ask you a little bit about that later on. But one of the things that I wanted to to clue you in on was the fact that you did, in fact, play college baseball and all that kind of stuff. And, and I'm sure you, like most people, do follow the college game still and probably still follow the College World Series. I want to ask you this question, or I can just hand it over to Corky Franks and let him ask the question. Where are you? Where where do you stand? What's your position as it relates to what we're seeing more and more of about bat flips, dances, props, everything like that going on in the college game, and where you see that continuing to go in the next few years?
2: Uh, I'm gonna tell you, i'm i'm I think I'm somewhere in between the old school and the new school. Uh, I'm, I have no problem with fun and celebrations, uh, but uh, you know, I, I think the rule should stand somewhere, somewhere between uh, what what I tell my kids as well as i my I hope that we are the 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 funnest team. I hope we have the most fun of the two teams on the field, every time we step on the field, but what can never happen is we can never direct it toward the other team. So Uh, I think that's when you start to cross the line and it it starts to cause problems.
1: Coach, this is Corky. I'm with you. I I think there, there's a, there's enough in the landscape to have some old school and new school. You know, we had Devin Lowry on the show last, a couple weeks ago, whenever it was, he was talking about his, he was talking about his time with the Orioles. I'm, I'm sorry, with the Royals. And, uh, You know, there's unwritten rules in baseball. At least there was then. I mean, you go head hunting. You know, if a guy shows you up, you, I mean, you know what you used to do. You threw at the guy, and that ended it. And if that didn't end it, you had a a dugout clearing brawl, and that took care of it. Well, you can't do stuff like that anymore. So so how do you draw the line? You're still coaching. You know, I haven't done it in a while. You're still doing it. You mentioned you're at a camp today. Is that something you guys will talk about with these kids this week? Hey, listen, boys, we want you to go have fun, but at some point – you can't flip your bat forty feet in the air when you get a base hit, and you're down by seven runs in the first inning. I mean, who's got a t- who's responsible for yeah. teaching these kids baseball etiquette? Because somebody has to do it. If not, like you say, it's it's all cool right now, but it's going to get out of control.
2: I uh, I do think I do think some of that etiquette falls on the coach. You know, I mean, what what coaches allow is is what will happen. So at some point. A, You know, a coach's got to pull a player aside. And, you know, I think when you get to the major league level and even the college level to a degree, the the older guys in the room can can police some of that themselves and tell a guy, you know, hey, those are things we don't do around here, uh, which is something a coach should do, especially in a high school format and a youth format. uh, And to kind of lay those those guardrails down for players like, hey, we can have fun, and if you want to get in a dugout and celebrate all you want, I'm down uh, we we're, we're never going to disrespect or, or, or point what we're doing at the other team. Kenneth here. I think you know, I, I think,
0: no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, Kenneth Pace, here with us on the rush hour morning show, you know, coach, one of the things that, you know, brings about celebration or walk off wins. And you guys have certainly had your share of those this year. If I'm not mistaken, Saturday was one of those such events kind of dial us into what happened Saturday night over at Eagle park at Gaston Christian.
2: Saturday was one of those kind of tough games. I told the guys after the game, that was a playoff style game. Uh, we played mint Hill and mint Hill. They, they, we played them on Friday and Saturday and we, Friday we just went the opposite way. It wasn't a walk off, but we got beat late. Uh, but they had they had some good pitching. Now they had some excellent pitching, and we got caught up in a in a tough ball game. Both pitchers were dealing on both sides, and uh, got late in the game, and uh, got a lead off walk, and played a little little old school baseball, bunted them over, uh, got the sacrifice, got man second base, got a ground ball, a little situational hitting, got a ground ball to the right side advanced him to third base, and Dylan Owenby came up and uh, hit, got an 0-0 fastball and just uh, just got him a single to left field to win the game with the runner on third base. That actually is his second walk-off of the season. Um, just last week, uh, right after we talked, I think it was last or two weeks ago, um, he he hit a walk-off home run um, over, at, uh, over at Gaston Christian as well. So that's his second one on the season.
0: Yeah, that was against Burke County Post twenty one. He had a walk off bomb, hit it well over the scoreboard on that Monday night. So so coach, you, you split that you split that series this weekend with Mint Hill. Where do you feel like your club is two weeks away from the playoffs getting started as it relates to how far along you think you've developed, where you think you might have established yourself in this playoff landscape?
2: Uh we we are at this point I think we're trying to find some consistency. Uh you know, if you if if you look at our schedule, you look at the results, uh you know, we'll we've we've beaten teams at the top and then we've lost the teams at the bottom. So right now we're we're just trying to find some consistency uh both offensively and defensively and just start giving ourselves a chance night after night and not and not um digging holes, but like we talked about before, you know, it's a young team. uh, and we are, we are trying to kind of just find that, that middle ground of of what is our day-to-day baseball and how do we look, you know, what is our consistent, what's our best consistent day-to-day performance
0: on Saturday night, you got four innings of relief work from Hunter Rivas. He gave up just one hit struck out nine batters in the course of four innings, um, Coach, I got to be honest with you. If that's the kind of guys you can pull from your bullpen, sounds like at least you guys are going to be pretty good in the late innings if you can somehow manage a lead.
2: Uh, I, I w- if you would have asked me before we ever played a game this season, I would have told you that pitching was our strength, um, and and Hunter is Hunter's a returning guy for us. This is actually his third year at Legion Ball, uh, and he has really. He has really taken to that closer role, and with, that's something we used him in last year. And I think he even did it this year uh, for Stuart Kramer. But uh, he has really pitched well. And the other night, he was a huge reason the reason we were able to to get that late win because he. I mean, like I said, he came in four innings, nine strikeouts, one hit. I mean, that was that that was he was he was dominant uh, the other
0: night. Kenneth Pace here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, here's a question that I wanted to ask because I, I just thought about it the other day. You know, one of the ways that, that you've, I think, even described it on this show is this is basically sort of like all-star high school baseball. Basically, you take the best of the best on these yeah. high school teams, you put them together in a bit of a melting pot, and you let them work it out over the course of two months plus. With When it comes to these guys – they play for their respective high schools. Then you get them together. Now, along the way, a lot of these guys have known each other for years. They've either played with each other or they've played against each other. First of all, in the conversations that they have going to games or actually in the dugout before games, do they ever ha- Do they ever break out the scouting report on each other and kind of tell on each other, like, hey, man, you're 0 for 6 against me. I got three strikeouts on you. Yeah. You- <laughs> you know you you couldn't hit me with a boat oar. so i mean do they have these kind of conversations and what's that do for the club does it keep everybody accountable or does it just keep everything loose and fun
2: oh i think everything in in and Le- legion baseball most everything is loose and fun but there there's definitely some some uh, some rivalry you know i mean we're like i said i mean you you get east gass and stuart Kramer and south point together and you put them all on the same team there they're going they're going to talk a little crap against each other you know what i mean so it's uh they they they're, they're, they're going to talk some junk but it's uh, it's never uh it's never bad they they have fun with it but there's there's definitely a rivalry among the guys and they they, they certainly talk about what happened when they played each other during the year <laughs>
0: no question let me let me pivot real quick here you you talked about the strength the strong suit of this club if there is one thing that you realize definitely needs to be shored up in the next couple of weeks as you start to make your, your way to the playoffs. What's the one thing in your mind that clearly you guys need to work on in preparation for the playoffs?
2: Uh, I think we, we've definitely got to get better defensively. Uh, that's one, that's one of the areas where we've just been inconsistent um and if you're gonna pitch it you got to catch it you know you just you, you give away extra outs and 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 it ends up costing you and that, that's really what happened to us last night uh we, we 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 got the lead late in the ball game and we we made a couple errors uh and it turned into it turned into a big inning for the other team and and end up costing us a win um uh, so that's that's kind of where it is and i you know i that's something I preached this year with Highland, and and, and it's no different in Legion ball. Is uh, if, if you want to play playoff baseball, it's, it's pitching and defense is your ticket in the door, and then the difference maker is going to be offense. You know, If you just want to compete and you just want a chance to win every night, it's pitching and defense, and then you're going to make your difference. You're going to make your living uh, when you add the offense to it. And so when I think pitching is a strong suit, and when we catch it more consistently – uh it'll give our offense a chance to wake up and uh
0: and you know give you a chance to win every night. Well yeah, that was from Sunday's game that 16 to 6 loss to Lincoln County. Coaches, as you start to make your way toward the playoffs, one thing that's got to always be a consideration this time of the year and certainly one of the things that looks like is going to be an issue this week is going to be weather. Uh when you guys are trying to finish up your regular season schedule, but you know that you've got yourself in the latter part of June. Anytime you're going to play baseball in the afternoon and evening, there's going to always be chance of that garden variety thunderstorm to roll through. What sort of a pressure does it put on you guys to try to get as many of these games in, knowing that you could have real touch-and-go kind of weather scenarios through the next two weeks going into the playoffs?
2: Uh, you, you have to take that into account when you make your schedule as well. Uh, you know, we, anytime you can get a game in, you get it in. Uh, and, and even when you're, you know, like I said, you're, you're going to get rain. There's going to be rain outs in the summer. So you, you reschedule those things as early as you can. Uh, and you, you try to get them in. And then you have to save room at the end of the schedule. Uh, because if you don't play a division game, that, those count at the end. Those, those are forfeits. Uh, those count against you. Uh, so we, you know, we, we do everything we can to leave some room at the end of the schedule. And then whenever you get it in, you get it in. I mean, you know, you just got to play, uh, and you, you can't, you can't back yourself into a corner there at the end of the schedule. So over these next couple weeks, well, you know, we dodge rain. That's what we do in the summer. And, and, and then we try to play at, at, at any
0: possible chance. We try to get that thing in. Kenneth Paysower here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Now, Coach, you talked about how you're just a matter of minutes away from getting a camp started this week. You've started diving into some personal instruction as of late. How is it going, and and what are some of the things that you're learning very early on about one-on-one training sessions with youngsters that are anywhere from very early t-ball age going up into high school age? Uh, yeah,
2: like I said, you know, I've I've spent the majority of my coaching life coaching high school kids, uh, but uh, you know, I've got a son uh, who's 11 years old, and I've coached his his travel team as well. So, you know, I've I've been able to coach young kids as well. So, you know, getting into the getting into the the personal instruction side of it, you, you know, it's I've worked with kids, and you know, we we work in cages, and you know, we get into stuff. So that part that part is something I guess I'm used to. I've just never really done the, 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 the official personal instruction, but, uh, honestly, the, the way I, I coach a seven or eight year old, uh, the things that I teach a seven or eight year old is really no different than the same thing I teach a, a high school kid. The difference is maybe how you word it, you know what I mean? And, and, and maybe just, um, how slowly you get into it. Uh, but I don't teach the skill any different. You know, what, I, what, what, what I'm teaching a seven- or eight-year-old is basically what I'm teaching uh, what, what I want a high school kid to look like down the road. We just got to have some patience and, and how long it takes to get there.
1: Coach, you mentioned you're over at the uh, 704 Sports Academy. Is it today? Is it a couple of days this yes, week? Sir. It's just today only?
2: Yeah, it's, it's three. No, it's three days. It'll be today through Wednesday.
1: I know you, you, you kind of just got started over there recently. If you, We're going to have Weston Lawton on the show later this week. If you would take a second and talk about, I mean, that place is special, Coach. They're bringing in kids from all age groups. I mean, you have college guys coming in. You have D1 athletes coming in. You have seven, yep. eight-year-old kids. They're, they're all over the place. And everybody's going to 704 Sports Academy for instruction
2: uh yeah i'm a i'm gonna tell you weston is weston is a good guy i've known him for a for a handful of years now and we we sit around and talk baseball and at the end of the day you know people i think people gravitate toward good toward good people uh weston is a g is a good dude and uh they are doing some good things over there they've really grown the program you've grown their their business and and um i think people are taking notice. Uh, good people are doing good things, and uh, I think that's part of the reason it's growing. And that's one of the reasons I I don't mind kind of getting involved with them, and that's kind of the way I've I've started my personal
0: instructions going going through him. And
2: that's just because I you know I know he's a good guy. Um, I like to associate with good people.
0: Well, and you guys are able to do some great work until you get some loudmouth radio guy coming over there hassling you guys every day. <laughs> so, you know, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna try to see if I can keep those loudmouth radio guys to a minimum over there while you guys are trying to do work. You uh, you need to come stop in today. Well, now if you're gonna invite the loudmouth radio guy over there, I guess maybe I have to at some point. So,
1: well, if you're talking about loudmouth, he's probably hey, talking we, about we, me.
0: We're still. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, we've invited we've invited both of you to Legion Baseball as much as you can come out.
0: Well, I, and I and and weather permitting, I plan on being there Wednesday, um, as it relates to the game over at Eagle Park. Now, Coach, because of previous weather situations, is there anything that folks need to be aware of as it relates to the Gaston Braves schedule this week? Are there any makeup games that maybe that I have been on the schedule previously? Where do you stand with that?
2: No makeup games, so we do play tonight uh, over at Sims Park uh, against Gastonia, which you know we're you're still dodging rain, but that turf field does give you a chance to, as long as it's not raining at game time, gives you a chance to get out there. Uh, and then, like I said, we've got a doubleheader Wednesday, uh, starting at five, so we've got a, a five, and probably it'll end up like seven thirty. It will be the probably the second start, the second one, uh, and then we starting. Wednesday will be a stretch of home games you know it'll be uh let's see Wednesday and I think Saturday Sunday and then the following week we'll have another uh two or three home games as well
0: okay well that's that's good to know now the double headers that you guys play at the legion level are they two sevens or do you break them down even smaller to two fives uh,
2: so it's, when it's a division game, it, it's mandatory two sevens. If it's a non-division game, you can break it into two fives just because the, those games aren't
0: aren't counting toward playoff
2: standing. Uh, but we, it will be two sevens on
0: uh, Wednesday. Okay, good to know. And that'll be a five o'clock start. Coach Kenneth Paceauer, we thank you so much for joining us again. The next time we have you on, it'll be playoff time. So we definitely want to thank you for your time, and it'll be very interesting to hear what happens in the next two weeks as you wrap up the regular season. Yes,
2: sir. I'm gonna tell you if 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 you haven't come out to watch playoff baseball, you you know when two weeks come around, and you and and you come watch some some Legion baseball especially at playoff time when we get into those series uh it is a lot of fun it is a lot of fun i do enjoy that's my favorite time of year right there
1: coach one last thing for me how in the world did y'all get mitchell painter to get up out of bed and get over there early i know he likes to sleep about like 12 o'clock
2: hey that boy that, that's another one he's been doing some work over here uh he is he's come a long way and he he does a he does a great job over here uh, but i i'm gonna tell you what i do like Mitchell. i can tell some stories on him from from legion baseball i coached him <laughs> Uh, you I want coached to? him my first year at Legion. I coached him for a season and I, I enjoyed him a lot.
1: Well, I have some stories to tell about him, but we won't talk about him on air. How about that coach? <laughs> yeah, maybe not, maybe not. We can
2: discuss them when y'all show when y'all show up over here today, we can, we can discuss them.
1: I'll swing by shortly.
2: <laughs>
0: coach Pace, uh, hour, again, we want to thank you so much for being here this morning and we'll definitely catch up with you here in a couple weeks. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. You got it. We'll talk to you soon, folks. When we come back on the other side of the timeout, we'll put a bow on this Monday morning as we continue on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, you can find us Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. You can even stream the show on WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you with the next podcast, enjoy your day. We'll see you next time.